Hey guys, welcome to the first installment, first edition of the what's this show called? <laughs> it's called the King's Army Podcast. The King's Army Podcast. Indeed. Yes, exciting times, exciting stuff. Uh, I guess before we play into, we'll just play the intro. Welcome back. <laughs> that was a pretty schmick intro. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Trying to keep it chill, keeping the chill vibes going. But yeah, uh, I guess I'll introduce myself. My name's Isaiah. Um, I'm your host for this podcast. And right beside me is... My name is James. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> well, it's, it's my very first podcast, IJ. Yes, true, true. So you've you're like somewhat a a podcast newbie, so it's good. I'm I'm gonna be the one showing the ropes. I've kind of made one before for a different one, um. But yeah, making a new one, some new friends. So it's it's gonna be a fun time, fun time. Hopefully, how are you feeling about having being being on a podcast? Um, yeah, like, and being a host um, as well. Yeah, I've seen a couple of podcasts, but never been involved in one. But we'll see what we'll see what results from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only only good things from here, right? <laughs> only good things from here. <laughs> oh, you're already like using the soundboard like a pro, though. Yes, yes. true, true. Crickets. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, today, uh, tonight rather uh we're just gonna kind of like have a chill time just chatting getting to know one another actually in fact how did we like kind of get to know yeah Um, well do you want to go first like how how do you oh oh yeah i guess yeah we met through church so we happened to go to the same church one family church and um i guess yeah my first impression of you was probably well the first time i met you we were at a cafe it was after the church service and then all the boys and and everyone were hanging out yeah. at the lazy cat yeah i think that's a thing now for you guys for your for our church that we we hang there and um i remember my i the first person i was like seated and talking to was a different james james yo james you yeah, you james sorry you. sorry if you watch yeah james you and i was talking to him but i remember um seeing you from my peripherals because you were across um from the table like you're on the other side and i just remembered that you were having a really intense conversation with your brother william with not no brothers are your your friend william <laughs> a church brother and um yeah you guys were like just having a really deep disagreement yeah. <laughs> and i was just like whoa that's a, a lot of energy going on there <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah but then i just thought like yeah i had an impression of like oh you boys seem stubborn but then surprisingly <laughs> later on that, that night we went to dinner and yeah. then you and your brother um daniel ended up sitting across from me and, and keith the friend mm-hmm. that invited me to go to, 
to the church. Um, and yeah, no, you guys, you were totally different. You weren't stubborn. You were quite nice and <laughs> and easy to talk to and a very good listener. <laughs> the, that that was my first, I guess, impression. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, for me, like first impressions, like I remember you came in with a tight black, <laughs> tight black jumper. Um, <laughs> Nothing's changed. <and> anyway, <laughs> I was like, this guy definitely works out. I was yeah. like, he's got a good physique. I think that's what we all do: scan, scan each other's physique. Yeah, when we true. First meet. And then, true. Um, yeah, we had um, dinner together. I don't remember the details, but I was like, yeah, this guy's this guy seems pretty chill. Hope Keith just keep hope Keith, hope Keith keeps bringing him mm. along. So, Mm-mm-mm. look. Here we are now. Here we are now doing a podcast again. <laughs> praise the Lord. Yes, praise the Lord. Only God can work miracles. Not just. <laughs> no, yeah, but it, it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I guess here we are hosting a podcast. I guess it would be good to also let our audience know, uh, yeah, why um, this podcast is, is happening. Mm. So yeah, what were some of the thoughts that you um, were thinking of? Yeah, like I guess, like I guess this is a discussion at the end of the day, mm. um, not between us two, but also like with the with their audience as well, and they get to hear our thoughts and they get to share their opinions to us online or even physically. Mm. Um, so I think this is a good platform to say communicate to each other what is on our mind rather mm. than keeping it inside. Yes, and I think I like that, what is on our mind, keeping it inside, especially that um, we're going to try and target um, brothers from the church mm-hmm. in that as men, I find it, it's, it's a bit harder for us to strike up conversation or to like naturally just talk the yeah. way um, we do unless we have like a super comfortable rapport or even then sometimes it's a bit hard to talk, but I feel mm-hmm. like having this format creates an avenue for us to just be able to like talk get to know each other but also talk about things that we're passionate about agreed and, agreed and also yeah. like share different things i guess about ourselves yeah. so so what are your passion what are you passionate about <laughs> getting straight into it um yeah well, actually speaking of that um other than going to church and loving jesus <laughs> uh, i'm very i'm very passionate about men's mental health okay that's something that I've um, pretty much uh, found really good uh, personal growth and spiritual growth um, in, in, in working on my mental health. I'm someone that does um, see a psychiatrist and and a, a Christian one at that because mm. I wholeheartedly believe that it's helpful mm. to, to see someone that is professional but as well that, you know, believes in the same ideology and and. and you know, has the same morals and values as you do because you want to, um, you know, be led in the right way, hopefully, and have the right questions asked rather than, you know, other things that might be unhelpful, especially if you are choosing to be a Christian. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just a big, uh, I guess, advocate of, of men's mental health mm-hmm. and starting that conversation and spreading that awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess... One of the things I wanted to talk about was the benefits of it. Um, the beauty of having someone you can talk to um, is, and that is not so much like like a friend or a part of your social like social circle or family, is that there's no bias. 
Like it's someone that is just listening entirely to your side and there's no bias. And then, you know, you, you, you feel like you're being heard and you feel like what you're, you're saying is being validated because sometimes, you know, when we, when we do talk to other people, sometimes we might not get that because people have opinions or people will like, you know, try and balance you out or, or give you a solution. But sometimes it's just helpful to have a space where, um, we're able just to say how we feel honestly and then feel validated and and then when we're ready kind of navigate through it um but yeah i i believe that everyone should do it because i feel like everyone has issues um that they keep in the dark and i feel like it's helpful to bring mm -hmm. it out into the light mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. I, I thought about a question as well in regards mm -hmm. to that like mm -hmm. when do you think at what extent or at what level should should a man say bring out bring out his problems oh well i wholeheartedly believe that like if you don't deal with your issues and you keep it bottled up inside it will come out in unhealthy ways because like because you know about all that all about that stoic stoic um <laughs> sto like what, what do you call it stoicism that pe like all the boys are following right now mm -hmm. on, on on social media and stuff mm-hmm what is your opinion on that? Like, oh, actually, enlighten me. What what is that? What is that movement at the moment? Like stoicism versus like being open about your problems. Um, I think like stoicism is all about not showing any emotions or feelings or expressing any emotions, just keeping it under control mm. with your own strength. Mm, mm -mm. No, I, I I think that's toxic masculinity right there. <laughs> I I feel like. But it's so toxic because everyone should be expressing yeah. themselves. Um, and, you know, as a Christian, I believe that, you know, God even gives us the space to lament and to, to, to express ourselves in that way, as we see in the Psalms and even in the Book of Lamentations. Like we see those examples of people who have faith in God and, and they express themselves to mm -hmm. God. And so I think it's a healthy thing. And, and God, I wholeheartedly believe God created us to be that way as well, to to be able to express ourselves and, and let it out. Because I think, like I was saying earlier, if you keep that all inside, it becomes like toxic because you're you're bottling it up. And then when you bottle things up and you don't let it out and it's just all within you, I feel like there is like a negative like ramification of like, um, you know, it will come out mm. in, in other ways, whether it be addictive behavior, whether it be, you know, taking out your anger on, on something else or someone else or whatever it may be. What's the opposite of, um, what's on the other side of toxic masculinity? Like what's on the other side? So the other extreme then, yeah, I think, yeah, it's a double edged sword. Like yeah. I think maybe there'd be a time where people share too much. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I think that would be the extreme where you're yeah. just overly, um, you know, uh, emotionally sharing to mm. everyone without, any healthy boundary because i think there, there should be healthy boundaries with mm. anything mm. and so if there is a lack of healthy boundary however that might look like for the individual and, yeah. and what they're like kind of going through yeah yeah and yeah it's it's one of those things where you just kind of gauge it mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah it's just one of those things but i guess another point i wanted to also take the opportunity to to raise awareness of is is the fact that um you know being in australia we're very blessed and we have a great healthcare system and one of the incentives and great things that is happening um that i've 
use myself is uh, um, the mental health plan. So, you know, if anyone's interested out there wanting to, you know, uh, take care of their mental health, like there's there's um, yeah, a mental health plan you can apply for. And that's where the government will subsidize part of the cost. So it mm-hmm. ends up for me, it ends up being like 50 percent off, really. So the government will pay half of it for and before it was only 10 sessions. Yeah. But ever since COVID hit, they raised that to 20 uh, sessions. So I think they've seen the importance of mental health mm-hmm. and um yeah, now it's like you can have these kind of great financial assistance in in relieving that um, tension of having the financial strain. And um, yeah, so I feel like I, I want to like raise like awareness and let people know that yeah. this is open. You can just go to your GP and then bring it up and say, I want a mental health plan. And then they'll, you know, they'll get you to fill out some forms and then, and then, yeah, you can then go ahead and, and, if you do have a therapist or or a, or a, you know um, I don't know what it's called a, a clinic that you can go to with with psychologists. with psychologists yeah. in in mind, then yeah, you can go ahead and give in your mental health plan, and it's all processed and done. So that's something that I always wanted to raise awareness of that. Like that is something that anyone can be can have access to. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But enough about me. <laughs> I want to hear about the soft-spoken James. And what are you passionate about, actually? I'm really curious. What am I passionate about? Hmm. I'm passionate about... Um, how can I describe it? Uh, a life, a simple life. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> or okay. an effective life. Yeah, like in oh. other terms, yeah. Mm. Like in terms of like... For me, I'm always always seeking how can I improve, not improve, say like, how can I effectively utilize my life um, and how to maximize it. Mm-hmm. So I try to absorb and absorb information that can, I guess, add up, add, add to the uh, effectiveness of my life. Uh, um, okay. So that's what, that's what I'm passionate about, even like reading books about leadership or- Wow, okay how to maximize time, lifestyle, etc. And that is in generally what I am passionate about. Um, and the reason why I'm passionate about, say, effective, how can I describe this topic? Mm-hmm. I'd say like, because it's, it's not minimalism, but mm-hmm. it's more like, I, I, more than simplicity, it's more effectiveness. Like I'm, right, I'm passionate right. about effectiveness. Right, right. And the reason why is I really fear a wasted life um, mm-hmm. and wasting time on things that don't matter at all. Mm. Um, obviously, that's everything's very subjective. Like we all have different values and what we seem as important. But yeah, that's like growing up, like I was like, like number one question in my life, like what is important? What is truly important? Mm. How can I prioritize these things in my life? Mm. And ultimately, what I'm passionate about comes under the umbrella of what is important in your life and what do you value? And then cancelling out the things that don't add any value to your life. Right, right. Um, I know that sounds very radical and dramatic, <laughs> but like, obviously, like, take it with a grain of salt. Like, don't mm-hmm. like cut off all opportunities or anything right. like that, mm-hmm. but just things like, um, not to the extent, not to like 
an extreme extent, but like just wisely dealing with your time well, um, your resources well. That is that is yeah what I aim aim to go with. Mm, yeah. Okay, interesting. You sound like it's like something that um, you like being straight to the point, no wasting any time, and like being making the most of your time. Making that the most, making like. the most. Yeah, mm. like I was talking about like my greatest fear as well. Like, well, I want to ask you this question as well. What is your what is your greatest fear? What is your greatest fear? <laughs> oh, this is a good question. That's a big question, but I um yeah, I think one of my greatest fear, and this is probably related to childhood trauma and, mm. and things in the past, but being left behind and not seen. Being left behind and not seen. Mm. 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 And oh well, yeah. I but I think yeah, it's just this yearning inside of me that um happens that you just feel like um yeah you don't want to be left behind and you don't want to be forgotten but you mm. want to be known and heard and seen yep yep and that's that's just the year like that's my greatest i get fear. what you mean yeah. yeah yeah um i've actually thought about that as well like like for me like i relate my fear to that actually because like what do you think what do you think Tell me if I'm stirring off topic too much, but that's um, fine. Keep nah, going. Tell, like, what do you think? What do you think? Like the greatest men in history are remembered for? Because it relates to like how how did what did they do that we um how, what did they do differently that like we're not doing now or because like you talked about how being forgotten. Mm. Um, what do you think men did in the past? Like great men did in the past that they were able to like be remembered for something like because i think that's as, as everyone mm. like they want to be remembered for something mm. like, mm-hmm. have a legacy or etc yeah that's true mm. um i think like things well what comes to mind is just like obviously jesus he's he's a man that has been known by the entire world or is a famous historical figure i believe and so yeah. one thing that he was very well known for was his great love for god Mm. um and and how his life was devoted to Mm. that Mm -hmm. um obviously he had a greater calling and mission than than Mm. most of us would ever ever have to like experience or go through but like you know it's because i guess there was a purpose and and a mission and a direction Mm. purpose mission direction Mm. Mm. yeah I, yeah i agree i agree like i guess that comes back to like what i was talking about with simplicity as well mm-hmm. i feel like if you don't simplify things and like actually have a set goal or focus or direction mm. like i'm not in a position to talk because i'm still too young to talk about <laughs> this but like yeah i feel like you just drift um, no that is that is yeah. true actually yeah, yeah. um i think that was one of my breakthrough points in therapy <laughs> was that um there was one time where I was really restless and I was struggling and I was just like telling um, the person, my therapist about it. I was like, oh, it's just hard. I'm just struggling. I'm just so upset. I'm not happy. I'm just not happy. And I'm so, I just feel so restless and I don't know why. And then she asked me a big question where she was like, where do you see yourself in five years? And then, and then I stopped and I said, I don't know. And she's like, why? I'm just like, I'm afraid 
to answer that question because I actually don't know. And then she's like, well, that's why you're restless. And I was like, wait, what? And she's like, because you don't have a direction or a mm. purpose. You're mm. just, you're just, you don't have anything going on in terms of like where you want to be or where, where you want to head. And that's why you're restless. And I was like, that's so true. Like when I thought about it, like that's so true. Like if you don't have a direction, if you don't have a purpose or you don't have a goal, sometimes restlessness seeps in mm-hmm. and and you know those f- then contribute to the whole like you know identity issue of like oh i'm not gonna be heard or seen or mm-hmm. or make a mark because there's just no mm-hmm, mm-hmm. goal at the end but yeah i see what you're saying yeah like i have a couple friends like they always talk about like what is the meaning of life mm. what is my purpose it's so hard to find purpose um how do you think like, like I'm still tackling with the question as well, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Like what is, what is, how do you like, cause it's such a generic question as well. Yeah. Um, but how, how would you, how would you answer? Like, how can I find my purpose, brother IJ? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, it, well, when we are in a relationship with God, and believe that Christ died for our sins. We believe that we are fallen people that need to be saved and that, and that um, need redemption. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, obviously, um, yeah, we can't do this on our own. Or, or like, yeah, we just need um, like a savior kind of thing. Or, or like, I don't know, like once you find and understand the gospel, and what it's about and, and the entirety of how much God loves you and what he's done on the cross. It's very much so then that gives you purpose because your life becomes something that you want to use to respond to God in, in gratefulness because you have a purpose and an inheritance and, and, and a direction because you know that this life will end and that you have eternity with God. And that's the purpose. And that's the goal. As as Christians, we believe that when we die, um, we go to heaven because, and heaven is where God dwells. And that's where we want. And that's the way God intended it to be. From the very beginning, he wanted us to, to be in perfect relationship with him. And before the fall, that's what it was. Yep. We were in perfect rest and relationship with God. And then, you know, the fall happened sin entered in and that relationship was broken and so i feel like all of us have that yearning um of something and i think that's sin like we we all we always have this yearning to be known or seen and that's why people sometimes get into bad things because or bad habits because it like you know their, their soul is just yearning to be known and seen and i think that yearning can only be filled when you're in a relationship with god because where I believe that we're beings created to be in relationship with God and mm. and that and only God can be the very thing that satisfies. Only God can be the very thing that that um gives us purpose, identity, and meaning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's all thanks to Christ Jesus, you know. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think agree. it's it's one of those things as as a Christian um, especially growing up, I'm, I'm assuming you, you grew up in a Christian, predominantly Christian home, your dad being a pastor, you've yeah. been a Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's easy to be desensitized to that message. Yeah, yeah. And I think for me, I came to 
the realization that no, this message isn't just something that you're taught and you just blindly believe, but it is also something that is true and that we're yearning for mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be like fulfilled. Mm-hmm, and that's through Christ. And so when you start to make those connections and start to let go of the apprehensions that hold you back from entirely believing that and living that out, that's when you start to like, I know from my experience, that's when I've started to feel more like, like at peace with everything because I have an idea of a direction. I have an idea Mm -hmm. of where I'm going to be and what I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like once you figured out or like once you've say understood who you are, Mm. yeah kind of okay so like hearing all that how like does that still like does that make an impression or not or like yeah where do you feel like you stand with oh like in terms of like uh, identity say like i know myself as a or i i in terms of i'm talking more about like say say career career wise like Mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. can we apply like practically apply ah okay um because like it's yeah it's like I think it's it's quite easy to say like I know my purpose as a, as a child of God. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. Um but it's difficult to apply. Um <laughs> That's the hard thing I think like to practically apply that concept into your life. Um I guess like everyone has different passions, different interests. Yeah. What makes it hard for you to apply to your life? Uh it's my stubbornness to be honest. Yeah, oh, like I'm very okay. stubborn. Um okay. my mom knows this as well. <laughs> Like the only only times I fight with my mom is just basically only related to say career career um like I was stubborn growing up as well like I would be very how can I say like very radical very radical like very one sided with all my options and if uh, I was doing something okay. I'd be all in all in oh okay um, okay and like not consider other op- opportunities or and I'll just cut off all the opportunities. It's like almost like tunnel vision. Yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. Your goal was just that one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And like I put all my eggs in one basket. Ah, like, uh, okay. I've learned my lesson, I think. Uh, <laughs> what was an experience that no. made you learn your lesson then? Um, like actually, I actually went to Korea like two months ago. Okay. You know, um, came back. Well, it was a it was a big reality check. Mm-hmm. Uh, met my parents there uh, after two years of living alone, mm. and yeah, that was a good experience. Like. I had a I, I talked to my dad and also to my mum a lot at that time, just one on one, and I, I I got to hear both I guess say perspectives. Um, like my dad's very like. I guess yeah, my dad's very flexible. He's like my dad's a very flexible person. He'll say yeah, if there is a dream or a passion, say you should go after it. But at the same time, my mum br- brings my feet back down to earth. She's mm. like a more she's more practical. reality. She's more yeah. practical reality, mm. and she's okay. like. You stubborn child. <laughs> you stubborn child. Like don't don't um don't cut off all opportunities. Like every opportunity, like it's it's there for a reason. Like mm. don't burn bridges, things like that. Right. But like it's it was it was a good reality check, and I think I wish I could, I'll, I'll share a quick story. Like yeah. in reality, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I came I came back from Korea uh, two months ago, and then the week I arrived, I didn't have a job. Because mm. I had to um, quit my previous job, and then uh, I was unemployed when I came to Australia, and then wait, I'm trying to figure out what happened. I, I, 
Oh, so, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I arrived in Australia. <laughs> I said I arrived in Australia three times. <laughs> I'm, Sorry, we netted it out. I really suck at this. <laughs> no, it's fine. And anyway, <laughs> I arrived in Australia mm-hmm. and that week I had applied to two jobs previously in mm. Korea whilst I was in Korea. It was an internship and also a job at Woolies. And I was on through to the second round, mm. but I was, I was pretty confident that I was going to res- get them. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think the day I arrived or the next day I arrived, the next day after I arrived, my friend said, um, the job I'm, I'm in at currently, Lacoste, they said, he said, oh, the guys are trying to find, are trying to find people. If I was to go back in time, my younger self would say like, nah, I've already got these two jobs lined oh, up. For me. I want to take it. I want to okay. take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, my mom's words came back to my mind like, yeah, just don't cut off all opportunities. Go after it. See what happens. And then I literally just went went to Paris that day, went to the library, printed my resume, mm. walked into the store, handed it to the manager. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I think I got the job on the spot. Wow. Practically, yeah. Wow. So, wow, that sounds like a major turning point because, like, by the sounds of it, like you said, stubborn. You own which once your mind was made up, you you didn't like explore anything else, uh-huh. and so it's pretty amazing how you know you're you're growing up and maturing, and that you were able to then remember some wisdom of like, hey, don't 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 write everything off, like yeah, keep yeah, going. yeah, and yeah, that like it just turned out very different from what yeah, yeah. it would have been. Yes, mm. yes. And I actually did end up end up getting those um, offers from the internship and Woolies. What you did? I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Your mom knows best. Yes, indeed. And God does provide. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, okay. So from from that experience, would you say that it's like kind of pushed you to be, I guess, a bit more open? to opportunities definitely. to saying yes to things more than definitely, as opposed definitely. to yeah definitely mm. um just having a bit of reality in my mind as well um things never go according to your plan I, I yes realize. uh-huh mm-hmm. <laughs> i wholeheartedly agree with that <laughs> yeah yeah like things never go according to your plan um and that in turn like keeps me on my toes and also like clinging to god more uh, mm. Knowing that he is the like true provider of all yes. things. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. No, I think that that's like yeah. Thanks for sharing. Like I can see how, you know, the shift of the mindset and and growth uh-huh, happened uh-huh. through all those events. Yes. That's, that's and that was only recently. Recently, as well. I forget how young you are. <laughs> I forget how young you are. I'm just <laughs> aging myself here. But uh yeah, no, like but I oh yeah, and actually I I thought you would be like cuz like I remember when I was getting to know you mm. and and I was hearing more about you. I thought you were very free-spirited. Mm. Um you know, I heard about like your your mission like you you were on mission or you uh-huh, were overseas uh-huh. for a time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that just seems so like like out there, like I don't know much people at your age or even younger that would like, you know, do that. Is it straight out of straight after high school you you did that? Oh uh, yeah, like I did. I did take a gap year um, straight after high school. I lived wow. in Turkey for three months. And oh wow! I went to a boat. I lived on a boat called the Logos Hope for three months. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, that's travel, crazy. Travel to, um, Central America. Uh-huh. Um, but that was like a steep learning experience as well. I think like my personality is like I'm introverted and. 
I'm introverted, but I like to, ex- like, I'm open to experience new things, like, I guess. Yeah. And that's what led me as well. Like my character is leading me say to try open, like to try experience new things, like mm. such as going overseas. Um, mm-hmm. Like just on that, like it's hard because sometimes you want to live comfortable, but at mm. the same time you want to experience, like you want to have a challenge. You want, you want to experience something different because it's you just one, you're just living one life yeah 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 no i get you like yeah it's sometimes it's easy to be like in your comfort zone and be fine in uh-huh, the space uh-huh. you're in but then uh-huh, yeah by uh-huh. the sense of it you, you have like another side of you that's like now nah, like let's let's go let's yeah, experience yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and and i and i guess that whole experience in turkey must have really stretched you right i think it did yeah 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 it must have like pushed your per- boundaries more than you could have ever ex- known like, did you find out more about yourself? Of course, in, in of that? course, of course. Like every year I find out a bit more about myself um, through like looking at like what others do through the lives of others. Mm. Um, and that's why experiencing things like other people in Turkey also make me realize who I am as well. Um, also like, you think like, um, do you ha- let me ask you this, like do you have this thought of, you want to be like everything that a man can be. Mm. But at the same time, that requires a lot of sacrifice. Mm. Some sacrifices involve like family, um, time with family, say, or like friends, yeah. like social life. Mm. How do you think you can like balance balance that? I think that's a very situational question. It really depends on the individual and their life stage and what they're juggling. But I guess the rule of thumb for me would be like, I would pray <laughs> and seek out god's wisdom yeah. and um you know like and navigate from there but i don't know what, what what do you think it would be yeah like it's it's it is also like another question like that i think about deeply sometimes um like i want to I, I guess achieve as much as i can like, as a man and as, as an individual mm. um but like i i I I haven't experienced, so I can't I can't really say anything about it. But um like I I read stories about how like I don't know how people like say Abraham Lincoln or who are some other great people, like great men in history. Um I'm sure about George I, Washington. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, I'm just pre- saying random American <laughs> <laughs> if he presidents, presidents yeah. suck sports people like surely yeah. they have like packed schedules oh yeah yeah and the way that they balance say their time with also like being there for their family or like for their children like mm-hmm. huge respect because like i i really see like it's very difficult to do i think um obviously yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. I, mm, no, I think sacrifice is a very big idea in, in terms of people who achieve greatness are known for greatness. They would have sacrificed a lot. And I think and if you want to achieve any sort of like thing, well, at least in the economy of this world and how things work um, generally, um, yeah, you have to put in effort. Like if you want to be a doctor, you have to study and, mm-hmm. and go to medical school and do all that thing mm-hmm. to become a doctor. You don't just wake up one day and say i'm going to be a doctor and so that requires sacrifice that requires discipline that requires all these things and so like i i don't doubt all those guys had to sacrifice certain things that 
the normal person would indulge in, but and over overindulge in, but these people would have not been doing that or not partaking in certain mm-hmm. things so that they could achieve what they needed to achieve. So, yeah. And sometimes sometimes it, it might be even at the cost of spending time with family even we don't know but like you know in certain situations yeah stuff like that. That's, yeah it's, it's hard yeah yeah it's hard without like a specific example like, yeah, but like i'm trying to imagine it because like i haven't experienced it but like mm. i can yeah, it's it's like it's two different it's like two different words almost but mm. Mm. Like I, I forget how young you are because I feel like you're still on the cusp of of going through life and and, and, <laughs> yeah. and experiencing things. Yeah. And um, no, it's exciting times though. Like I feel like now that your mind has been opened another level in terms of like, don't just cut things off, but be open minded about opportunities mm-hmm. and and seeing how that mm-hmm. goes. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see and walk beside you and see how things turned out. <laughs> <laughs> brothers are for exactly exactly speaking of it um what the brothers are for i think yeah i think like also capping off and and to like just kind of reiterate yeah this is a good space to have these kind of conversations where we can delve deeply into things that um you know that are at the back of our minds and Mm -hmm. just talk about it casually and there's just an open space so don't take what we say as like you know gospel or like we're 100% right we're just the average christian we're scammers <laughs> we're like the average christian guy or average christian guys that that just have points of view but yeah. don't don't take our word for it but it's good like if you have questions talk to us at church or 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 or, or, or leave a comment on <laughs> this is this what you say like <laughs> hit like and subscribe yeah well we're gonna be on youtube and spotify so <laughs> yep follow us on Spotify. <laughs> but um i think that was that was our first kind of episode and experience how, how did you find your first podcast experience here just having it's harder than i harder than i thought i thought i suppose <laughs> i thought it'd be like smooth sailing but I, I guess we did pretty well like yeah no yeah it is very natural candid like you know we just kind of went off what we were feeling like talking about and and in in the process i learned a lot more about you than i did like the last hour so spending time (laughs) with you trying to like figure out and share things so it was it was was actually a learning experience for me to to hear some of the thoughts that were going on in the back of your mind And, and i think it's a good way also to have people if they do listen and and hear it follow up or ask you questions about Mm -hmm. where you are with it but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no i think it's just a helpful insight as to where brothers are Uh uh i agree i agree yeah interesting so so on that note um (laughs) i keep forgetting where this one is um thank you for joining us and um till next time you've been listening to the king's army podcasts with your host ij and james <laughs>